Ooh, what a pleasant little opening ditty. Did you like that, Adam? I didn't hear the ditty. Oh, no ditty for you. Mark, did you hear the ditty? That was diddyless. I did. I I, uh, I enjoyed it. What a pleasant little ditty. Well, anyways, welcome to Draft for Upside in the Cup PGA Championship Edition. We've been gone for like a month. I've missed you fools. Yeah. It's been too long, for sure. I, I got to sit and watch you eat for like three minutes this morning pre-show, or this afternoon. It was great. Yeah, it was nice, wasn't it? Chowing down. Super nice. Well, um, I know, Adam, you're not feeling great, uh, but you probably got something in the cup, right? Uh, it's helping me feel a little better. I got a special edition tonight. It's called uh, Four Loco. Yeah. Four Loco. Straight to the dome. Straight <laughs> to the dome. I've got a, uh, you know, I've got the... Uh, the, the cup of water here. Sorry, nothing exciting today oh, for me. come on, man. What's your excuse? You were doing uh, like 15 percenters every week. Nah, I, nah I, I took some time off. I took some time off. Mark, you got anything down there? Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. All day vacay. Nope. Oh. Um, I, I can tell you the whole story, but basically today is uh, clean out the fridge and drink stuff before it expires. I like it. So right now I'm drinking a flannel mouth by Blake's. Always good. Later I will have a triple jam by Flake Blake's. Blake's. Uh-huh. I like it. And then uh, eh, just in case I have a white cloth. Just this is case. my wife's, not mine. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Likely story. Mm-hmm. In case you finish the first two. Uh, we yeah, have confirmed just that uh, that Johnny Danger does indeed have a hole in his head. We have yep. confirmed that. You can see right through it. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Your mom was right all those years. That's right. Uh, and if you like my iLogic Media hat, you can get one at yourself at the shop at iLogicMedia.com. What do you think of that, Mark? I think it's awesome. I think I need to go buy some more stuff. That's right. Fantastico. Fantastic. I like it. And as always, draft for upside in the cup. It's brought to you by Measure Golf and Art. Yes, he remembered. That's right. Go find Adam. Go find Adam down at Measure Golf in Ann Arbor. Tell him Johnny Danger sent you so I can get a free lesson. I'm going to need it. I already got one. I'll be back for another one. He's coming twice. We can call it two if you want. All right. I dig it. All right. I was thinking that maybe that uh, Ryan and I might come down again maybe uh, next week. Have a couple of pops. Let's do the show on Wednesday. Let's have him be a special guest. I don't care. I like it. I don't think he watches golf anymore. I think he's too busy as like a kid or something. I don't know. That's fine. He can just say like Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson and maybe one of them will be in the field. I like it. Well, guys, I have not been playing since we've not been on the air. So I have no stories of, of victory or loss over the last uh, three or four weeks. Um, I know, Mark, you came real close last week. <clears throat> Rooks Kepka. And I got to tell you, I'm probably back on him this week. I mean, he, he likes this uh, this tournament. He likes this tournament, Brooksy. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm not going to go anywhere near him. I don't know if you saw his press conference. I did. Um, you know, he said uh, his uh, knee is definitely bothering him, and his doctor said uh, six months until he's 100%. So mm-hmm. he's pretty much telling you all not to bet on him. Hey, so. Man, I mean, <laughs> Tiger played with broken bones, so can Kepka. It's fine. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody is Tiger. Yeah. So <laughs> correct. That may be true. How about you, Adam? You just been super busy. You've been playing some DFS or not? Did you take been, a break with the show? I've been playing DFS here and there, but I also have been 
placing some outrights, and uh, I have I have placed outright wagers to win on the runner up the last two weeks, which has been fun. It's always a blast. Yeah, no, fun to <laughs> to be the Tony Finau of sports betting. I had Abe answer a couple weeks ago, and then I had <laughs> Sammy Burns. I went for him to double up last week because Sammy Burns is a stud. I've liked him for a long time. So I was trying to ride the Burns train, but then KH Lee, I just knew it on Saturday he was going to come through. He's, he played too consistently all week. But uh, but no, it's been fun having, having guys in the mix. Let's hope we can do it again this week. I think we can. I'm here. I'm your good luck charm. I can't really disagree with that. I'm ready for Somehow. you. Right? <laughs> All right. Who wants to tell us about this beautiful well, let's course? Let's get that, to it. You know, I flew down here, but I've never been here. So, um, you know, I'm looking out in this magnificent bay window here, and it's it's a beautiful, uh, surprisingly sunny day at uh, 10 p.m. in South Carolina. It's your, it's your first time down there, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful, very, very long Oceanside course, so. On the scorecard, it looks like the longest course they'll play all season, just shy of 7,900 yards, which is kind Ooh, of ridiculous. Ooh, 79 baby. at sea level, too. So you need some guys who can who can hit it long, who can fly it high into the greens. Um, the course has a lot of longer par fours, kind of in that 480 to 500 plus range, um, 460 to 500 plus range. So I'm looking at some guys who are good at those, you know, those distance of par fours. Um, but no, the course is the course is past Palom Greens. I don't know if we've had anything like that since maybe the Barracuda. Hmm. Um, but wider fairways we talked about pre-show. The rough's going to be thick, about six inches um, in most spots around the course, and then some long par threes. Man, That's the last two in that five-hole stretch coming down the stretch are two thirty-eight, two twenty-three at to the center pins and normal normal tees. So, so big hitters, got some par five scoring. Definitely par five scoring, as always, strokes gained approach. And then, as we were talking about, I think some guys are going to miss, like the, the greens hit percentage, greens regulation percentage will be down this week. So you need some guys who can get up and down when they miss them because inevitably you're going to. Yeah, I like the uh, – I, I really like approach. I like arc. Uh, yeah. I think yeah, I like, the, and I'll throw TD Green in there is probably my favorite stat for this one. Yeah, off the tee is pretty critical. So if you just want to lump that into strokes gained, tee to green, you can certainly do that. But I think the guys who drive it well, your Rory's, your DJ's, those guys are going to be harder, hard to um, pass on this week. I dig it. Shall we jump right in? Let's do it. All right. Did that pop up right away? No, it didn't. I got to add it in. There. I did it. There's a golf ball. I did it. Yeah. I like how we're called in the cup, but that ball is just like permanently forever, just like a centimeter off from falling in the cup. Yeah, that's a perfect representation of golf. Golf can be an asshole. It's always there. Uh, I got that killer $0 balance. Don't mind that. Don't mind that in the corner. Don't mind that. Well, I'm sure you're going to load up tonight and enter the Millie Maker. Oh, sure, yeah. No, I'm, I need to cash out all these crashing cryptocurrencies and uh, just play uh, DFS. That seems like a much better sound advice. I think Chris Emmerich would agree. Yeah, I think it's it's true. I think it's yeah. a really good idea. All right, let's look right at the top here. Um, I don't know if we need to go name by name by name. Um, you know, I, I noticed something very interesting. And the get McElroy out of there, but JT, DJ, and Rom. Uh, not only are they absolute studs, not only are they kind of tailor-made for courses kind of like this, um, every single one of them is under 12% projected ownership right now. 
all three of those guys. They're not in the top 10 projected ownership for the week. That's kind of sexy. I kind of like it. I think I got to start my, uh, you know, three max lineups with at least one of those guys in each one of them. I like it a lot. Kind of the forgotten elites. You've got, I mean, obviously Bright, Bryson always garners attention, but you're going to see Spieth and McElroy be extremely high owned. So I do like going to those kind of overlooked guys there in that 10K range. I think Rom's primed for a great week. JT's primed for a great week. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm looking up fading at, Rory this week. I'm fading his ass. Yeah, I'm looking up there at the uh, ownership right now. And Victor Hovland, you know, has been hot lately. Jordan Spieth as well. Uh, so it's Hovland, Berger, Spieth, Answer, Casey, Xander, Keegan Bradley, Matt Wallace, Connors, Hoffman. <laughs> We're not even to JT or DJ or Rom yet. Ke- yeah. Keegan, Keegan's up there? Yeah, man. Okay. He there. He there. Yeah, he popped for the model. Big I'm putting I'm situation. putting a lot of emphasis on um, recent form, and uh, you know one could argue I, Jordan Spieth top top form right now. Uh, JT, the only thing that's been holding him back from winning a tournament is his putting. He, sure. He's number one in every strokes gain category from T to approach the arg everything. He's just struggling on the putting. So and how many can, times? How many times we said that on this show when we find a guy who just matches but isn't putting? All he's got to do is hit yeah. a few putts. Exactly. So uh, I mean, you're making for, me think about Luke Liss and Benny on and all of our favorite <laughs> putters. Hey, last time we had this narrative, yeah, it was but, Kyle Barakawa, and he took it home. Yeah, but J, JT is has been a good putter. And the rest of his rest of his game is is top notch. So I mean, JT's where I'm targeting at the top yeah. here. And of course, you know I love uh, I love Jordan. So well, here's the deal with JT is that his his short irons aren't good right now. His putting aren't good right now. But he's so good with the wedges, and he's so good with the long irons. I, all he's got to do is hit that approach, which he's been doing. And I think he's going to be fine. And and yeah, yes. I'm talking about JT at, under the ten top-owned guys. I mean, I'm all about it. Yeah, right. I think he'll go especially overlooked because he's only two hundred bucks cheaper than Rory. But the thing, the guy that I like a ton, even with his betting odds, is DJ. Like, I get oh, it. He's he yeah. hasn't had great form. He's had four finishes outside the top forty in his last five. He had the one good tournament at RBC, but he's still freaking DJ. Yeah, and I think it's a it's a it's a good play from the standpoint of ownership because everybody's scared off because last week there was the rumors that he hurt his knee jumping off his yacht, right? Yeah. And um, you know, I know I I heard uh, some guys today talking about how um, DJ is not in the featured groups. Uh, they replaced him with um, uh, Ricky. In the oh. featured in the featured groups, Big mistake. Um, Big so mistake. so is there something going on? Is is there going to be a WD here? Is his knee still angry? You know, it seems like the PGA is actually um, saying he might not play. But all all that combined is going to drive his ownership completely down. Um, so if he does play, absolutely, he's DJ. If he plays, mm-hmm. he has a chance. He's a, he's a South Carolina boy, too. I don't know if he needs any extra motivation at a major. but I mean, he's sitting at 10% ownership projections, and I would be willing to bet that as the week, you know, as tomorrow goes along, goes that down. the lineup generator and that go down. 
Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to so jump. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna heavily invest in them, but I'm not gonna fade them. How do you guys feel about Bryson here? I mean, Bryson's gonna smack it, right? I mean, it's a long ass course at sea level. He's gonna smack it. I, I, it's, I just hate paying his price and not knowing which Bryson I'm gonna get. Right. That's that's the thing. Right. Probably the approach I'll take with Bryson is I'll build my JT lineup and then just swap Bryson in for JT and. Um, if Bryson hits, great. My lineup's going to be rock solid. If he fades, oh, well, I have JT in there. Yeah, that gives you a grant to work with, too. I mean, his discount is not insignificant relative to Rory and JT in particular. So, Yeah, I mean, I can, the whole problem with Bryson is the inconsistency. You, you don't know which one you're going to get. If, if, he's, if he's on his game, he'll, he'll drive it a mile. The rough won't matter. He'll pop it out of there and get it on the green and put it out. But you don't know. If he's off even just a little bit, he seems to just, you know, just his round just goes to hell for the whole weekend. Yeah. yeah I, I'm out on him. I think I'm going to fade speed for ownership. I'm going to I'm gonna fade Bryson for inconsistency, and I'm going to have JT, DJ, or Rom in every lineup that I build. One of them, not all three, obviously. You can't do all three. <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't hate the strategy given the fact that we know where ownership's going to go. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you it gives you some pretty good. It's hard to get leverage up top normally. That's why it's so unique that we're seeing these guys where we know Rory's going to get it, we know Spieth's going to get it. Well, here's JT the deal, man. In my custom there. model, Dustin Johnson is at the top. Rom is just barely behind him in in the point system and in, in the model. And then um, you know JT is maybe seventh or eighth down there. I mean, when you look at just uh, Dustin Johnson. I mean, he's number one player in the world, and he's back-to-back runner-up here. Last two times he's played, he's taken second. So he likes the course. He likes the championship. He's a big, big tournament player. I mean, we said this oh, about yeah. the Masters, too. That didn't work out, but. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, it's a course that suits his game very well. Like we said, it's in his, it's in his home state, so I could see him contending. I think we should move on to the uh, to the 9K range. Yeah, let's take a peek down here. Uh, flipping through here, uh, Brooks, you know, he's got great course history. I'm kind of out on him. Hideki, um, you know, he took a month off after his Masters win. Uh, is he going to shake off the kind of mediocre performance that he had last week? Uh, Hovland's going to be crazy, crazy owned. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan of this range. I'll be honest. I, I don't really have much going on here. I mean, Morikawa can always put something together. Smith hits him long. Will Z pops in my model, but that's Xander. Eh. No, no interest in Xander. No, I think I, I think I skipped this whole nine K range, especially if I'm going to play with at least one, maybe two of JT, DJ, or Rob. Yeah, and that's the question: is it it becomes lineup build because Havlin um, always shows up in majors. He always shows up in these things. I, he hasn't missed a cut in one of these tournaments since his in a major since his. Uh, uh, rookie season, so and, and he's in. He's probably in top form. It, he might be in the best form of any of the players coming in. So I, I understand his high ownership. So there's, you know, the two issues are how you're going to build it. it. Like for me, I'm starting with a JT Spieth lineup. I'm skipping uh, nines and probably the top of the eights in order to do that. Um, you could you could do something like JT and Hovland, but um, again, ownership leverage there. 
Um, outside of that, I'm not a Reed fan. My Cantley fan. Uh, Cam Smith's okay. Um, Willie Z's just disappointed me a few, few weeks in a row. I'm um, actually I'm curious right now because I want to I want to build a lineup with a couple of 9K guys because I really I don't completely agree with you guys. I Hovland's gonna be very high on, but I like Patrick Reed a lot this week. Of course, where the winning score is gonna be somewhere around like. 10, 11, 12 under in that neighborhood, give or take a couple shots depending on weather. But You think it's going to be like, that low? I wasn't even thinking to get double digits. See, but I think it seems like we always hear that going into PGA Championships in particular, and then the guys are just way too freaking good not to reach double digits. Someone's going to go out there and play really well for three rounds and hold together in the fourth <laughs> round. I'm expecting like 10, 11, or 12 to win it. So – yeah, P. Reed in a in a more difficult um, tournament where the winning score is not going to be so low. He's a grinder. He hits it long enough. He can make birdies on par fives. Hits his long irons well. Like I I like P. Reed at ninety one. So if you start with say Reed and Shoffle, you've got some win equity there, and you go down to like what Finau or somebody else in the eight K range. I think that's a pretty good way to differentiate yourself from everyone who's playing in the guys in the ten K range. You can throw Berger's been playing great in there. You got some guys in the 8K range you can stack those guys with, Will Z. Um, yeah, I don't. I actually don't hate that at all. I think there's some gems in here in the 9K range. Not a fan. I'm going to skip it. You do that. I'm going to skip it. And you want to know why I'm going to skip you it? You must because – You scroll down here to this 8,000 range, and I could just fire up four guys in a row right here all together. Yeah. I mean, the greatest major player of all time, really, who stays Look in the AK range. Look at that. I can drop that all in there. I can take Abe Answer, who's hot as hell right now, uh, drop that in there, and look, I got two players in the uh, up here I could slap. You know, even if you like, say, Reed, you could put slap. a Reed in there. And slap a little, uh, you know, Will Z or Berger in here. Uh, look at that. That's about as balanced as it gets. It's a decent-looking lineup. I'm just... No, that'll win you some uh, 50-50s. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. that's not going to be a unique lineup. That won't be. That will not be a unique lineup. No, so. but I think I think we have to take some risks on some guys that might be a little more boomer bust because the PJ Championship has a, a solid chunk of players who are just very unlikely to make the cut. So this, the field size might be similar to other majors, but you've got like 30-plus guys, PJ professionals, God love them. My dad was one, but they're just, they have no chance of contending and a very minimal chance to make the cut. It's like the old guys at the Masters. So you got to get six to six through. And if you get six to six through, you got to have guys that pop. So take a little more of a risk on some guys that other people might not want to play. But I think Louis has more win equity than a lot of guys down in this range. I don't love Scotty Scheffler, but Danny Berger definitely has some win equity. Well, I mean, I'm not going to actually play all four of those guys, but I mean, if you can take two of those guys and you can take JT, and then you can go a little bit lower and fill out the rest. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I just think one thing you have to consider in majors is do these. If you're if you're clicking on somebody, does he have what it takes to to just withstand that grind for four straight days? And not everyone does. There's going to be guys that have a great round one and an awful round two, and you get excited on Thursday, and then you hate the guy on Friday because he misses the cut by a shot after being, like, third in the first round. <laughs> um, it's that kind of course. It's that kind of week. So 
I don't know. I kind of like this balanced lineup thing the more we're talking about it here, guys. Well, I mean, you got a guy like Louie who is not going to win, but you could see him at – Come on. 12th. He's not going to win, but a 12th place finish? He could finish second. He's done that a bunch in majors. Right? I mean, top top 12? Sure. He's got the major championship runner-up Grand Slam. Right? And he's like, you know, 9% owned projection. I mean, I, I kind of like just loading up in the I, middle range here. I really think Ty Hatton at 8K is a huge Dude, I, value. I love Ty Hatton. Actually, that's Come when on, I came man. to go look at the projections because he is never owned. Nobody ever owns Ty Hatton. How, how is Ty off the tee? Is, is he a long ball hitter? He's long enough. I mean, he's like top 50 anyway. He's not a huge hitter, but he's a good. He's a very good long iron player. Okay. So that approach range, when you look at that 200, yeah. 200-ish range, is pretty critical. And him and Louie are both 9% projection. All right, Under so when I, when I popped in the yardages on Fantasy National of a lot of these par fours, you guys want to hear who popped up? Yeah. P. Reed, DJ, Corey Connors, Xander, and Louie. Top five. Yeah. I got to fade Connors, man. I work Why? Let's move it down. You're fading Coco in the 7K range? I, I had him in – I built five lineups, and I had him in – He's finally he's finally dropped down to the right pricing. He has. Yeah. I've had him in four. I dropped him all the way down to one of my five lineups. Uh, I, I see. I I like this just on price equity. I love Coco here. Yeah. Well, he's going to be 20%. he's going to be a top ten owned player. That's fine. Uh, he, he popped in my model. He was number three in my model. I'll be honest. Is he? He's projected lower on than Abraham Answer, right? He is. Like I would take, I would take Coco straight up over Abe Answer, even despite the three hundred dollar difference and the ownership leverage, and take Coco all day based on this golf course. All day. I don't know. It's his kind I, of course, man. Something, something blew me off on him. And is it his history shine. here? Is it his history here? Where? At this course. Did he even play at Kiowa last time? Yeah, sure. Let me find him. Something came off me. Yeah, he's played here twice. The last two years, he's played. Well, he's played at the PGA Championship the last two years. Right, not this golf course. Not yeah, this not course. this course. Yeah, yeah. Basically, cut both times. He made the cut two years ago, but finished okay. like last place. I love Coco, but let's talk about some other guys. Yeah, no, I'm out. Paul Casey at 77, and Sammy Burns at 75. Sure. Max Homa at seventy three. Like all three of those guys, you could argue could easily be in the eight K range, and you wouldn't you wouldn't bat an eye. Any one of them, you wouldn't, and their ownership's going to reflect that. Casey was contending last year, basically until until Morikawa made that eagle. He was as likely to win as anybody until Morikawa knocked like eight feet on that par four and made and made eagle. He yeah. was right there. And Sam Burns, I mean, second and first in his last two events, going backwards. Sure. And then Max has been playing great, and he plays well at big golf courses like Torrey, like Riviera. He won at um, at Quail. He's coming off of a missed cut, but he's been boomer bust. He's got a top. He's at a top ten, a sixth place finish, and then three missed cuts in the last five events. But I'll take my chances. This course fits him well, and go with some Max. Mm-hmm. It'll be popular though, but it's fine. I'll take it. Yeah, Homa's not in the top ownership. Good. He's not there. Uh, I'll tell you who is. I mean, Abe Answer. 
number four yeah. owned guy, Paul Casey, number five owned guy, uh, Matt team. Wallace, Keegan Bradley are both in the top 10 owned, Corey Connors, Charlie Hoffman. Um, this is a hugely owned area. So that says to me, people are doubling up on those 10 K guys. That's what that's saying to me, that a huge yeah. amount of people are going to double up on the 10 K guys. So everyone's finally jumping on Charlie Hoffman. Yeah, Charlie Hoffman had a, a red flag here too. Was it his tournament history? It doesn't matter. He's a different Charlie Hoffman right now. All right. The guy's making birdies and bunches. He's absolutely crushing it. Four top tens this season. Come on, man. No, I like him. He's just a little overowned. And I and I think that's just because of that that people are doubling on the 10. That's the initial lineup generators. People are doubling up doubling up on the 10K guys. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like to me. I don't know about you, but when I see all that ownership in the low 7,000 guys, it says to me a majority yeah. of people are playing double 10 Ks. People are looking for value for sure. Mark, who are your who are your favorite like two or three guys in the 7K range? Who are you looking at? In the 7K range? Uh, yeah. I would say uh, oh, probably Coco and uh, I like Keegan. Can I give you a sleeper who really shouldn't be a sleeper? Sure. At all? Postal course, great in the wind, has won multiple times in the last few years. Give it up. He's ready to pop, Mark Leishman. Oh, Leishman, huh? Big fella. Yeah. Why not? He's lurking. He's like that veteran who's ready to win a major, and he just – Hasn't quite grasped it yet. And, and right there, I mean, he's not scoring real well right now, but uh, Jason Day pops in my model. No matter how I build it, he just uh, keeps showing up. Yeah, Course history, popping. probably. I don't know. Tournament history. Revise your model. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> no, Day's fine. He gets up and down a lot. His arg is very good. Yeah, I like Day a lot. I think, uh, he, I think he's going to find his way into some lineups for me. I can't hate it. I like Matt Wallace, too. Wallace has been playing great. Yeah, he has been playing well. The rumor has it he's been out there, like, grinding, getting alert, trying to learn the course, too, since last week. So, What a a fall for Harris English, huh, in pricing? Man, no kidding. Guy was, like, unstoppable beginning of the year. Yeah, on fire. Won the Mercedes-Benz and then just kind of crapped the bed. I don't know. Okay finishes. So I get down here, like, uh, for me, a couple of names and notes. I like Matt Jones a little bit, Chris Kirk, as we're just kind of sliding down the end of the 7K range. I want to like Kirk. You know I've been on him for a mm-hmm. good chunk of the year. But uh, I just think the golf course is a bit a bit too large for him. I don't think he's far. quite got it. Speaking of that, how about uh, Cam Davis? I got to have a Cameron in the lineup. He can hit him long. <laughs> Go with Go with Tringali if you go with anybody. You know what? They're they are bunching your Camerons down here. I know they really notice that. You yep. got Tringali, Champ, and uh, where's? I think it might be time for a camp a cam lineup with a whole bunch of ten uh, K guys. Yeah, you could mix that. You could mix that up. Why are all of your cams so cheap, Danger? I thought they were good players. Right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Cam Davis, 69. You got Cam Champ and Cam Tringali. Yeah. I, I'm you just kind of worse through here. Like, I'm not super interested because I think you can get so much balance, and I'm not going to go to 10K guys at the top. So I'm really not invested down here. I will just tell you my model, which has done pretty well on super, super cheap guys in the past. Uh, 
Peters shows up on there. That's about the cheapest yeah. guy that shows up on my model is Peters. Peters is a guy that I wanted to target because his his style of play fits the golf course. He bombs it. He can hit it really high with his irons. I just can't. I can't I maybe if you needed a cheap flyer, I can always go with HV3 when we're on a long course. He just fades. He's He does. He, he does great. That first round, you're just like, yes, he's finally going to do it. And then he just fades out, and he's not even there on Sunday. I know. That is the, that's definitely the tough part with him. A couple of years ago at Bethpage, when when Brooks won, like him and EVR were both contending. And then I actually looked at my friend and went, uh, over under 80 on HV3 on Sunday. What you taking? He's like, 80? Come on now. Like, <laughs> knocked it in the woods and like banked it off a tree and made a 10 or something stupid. Like That's hilarious. He can make you feel really good about yourself and then crush your hopes and dreams in the yeah. same round. Like, And that's I why could, I, uh, there's so much balance and such great talent in the middle section of this. I just don't have any interest in the 6K unless I'm going to do something silly like go with two 10Ks and a 9K guy. I, I like Charles. Charles Schwartzel at 6,800. The pricing came out before he finished um, top five last week. Mm-hmm. I think Charles Schwartzel's game has been trending, and he's hitting it longer than he ever has on tour. Um, so let's, see, so let's see. take our boy Peters. Let's take our boy Schwartzel, and let's just see what happens. Look, now the rest of our guys can be over 9K. You want to hear who I actually kind of like a little bit? Huh. He's got a good game for majors. You've talked about him a lot when we used to rhyme him and him and Cooch. I like Taylor Gooch. Gooch and Gooch. Yeah, I like it. 66, man. Wyndham Clark, too, at 66. I like both those guys. Their games. I could see them having sneaky, like, top 25 finishes this week. I'm going to bet them both for top 30s. What about uh, Mr. Diamond? <laughs> you heard me talking about him. I did. This beverage contains alcohol. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it says it right on the top here. 14%, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I actually don't mind Diamond. If you're really searching and that 66 isn't quite working for those three guys we just talked about, you can go a little further down. Yeah, Beyond I, that, though, my gosh. It no, just I'm just gross. I mean, there's some names that have had success in the last, you know, 12 calendar months down here. But Can know. Sean McKeel just put himself out of his own misery and just stop yeah. showing up for this damn tournament? Okay, Adam Long almost bought him out here. My pizza boy all the way down here is 62. Yeah, Adam Long. Brian Gay might not be able to reach a few of these par fours. Look, if you have to absolutely dumpster dive, you just got to put your faith in the postman and move along. JT Poston and forget about it. Yeah. How about no? (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. That's enough, man. Keep it balanced. Just just really quick. Tipsy? Tipsy? Yeah, just really quick. At 6,600, Alex Noren. And this is all based on recent form. Uh, last four tournaments, 21st, 21st, 25th, and 46th. So he's he's on a heater right now. His form is great. He's not the longest ball hitter, but he can manage this course well. Um, but So if you're looking for someone down that 6K range to, to make the cut and possibly make a top 25, I really like him in that situation. Yeah. No, I don't hit no one at all. At Johnny Danger is going balanced this week, so I'm not I'm not digging deep unless I throw one lineup and I try to fit three uh, you know 
Well, I, again, it's all how many lineups you're going to play. Um, I've, I've been playing three lineups a week. This is the championship, so I'll probably go up to six. So, um, yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a couple of uh, studs and duds, and then I'll have a couple of balanced. All right, let's play our game, my friends. Uh, let's look at the top. I'm going Justin Thomas is my favorite and this part of the screen. Mark? It's a coin toss. Um, since you took JT, I will take Spieth. I'll go Xander. Next. Go ahead, Adam. Dude, Xander is a big game hunter, man. He shows up for big events. I don't know what's wrong with you. Please do not fart in my ear. Um, <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go Patty Reed since he's up top. Uh, like finishes. Mark. How is Justin Rose 8,100 bucks? And like 10 guys who have a better chance to win or below him. I don't understand that. Yeah. Uh, crap. Um, what's on the screen here? Uh, I'll take Sanjay. We haven't talked about some Jay. Oh shit! Oh shit! We're off the rails. Loco's kicking in. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah, we haven't talked about Sun Jay. He had a couple of down oh, tournaments, goodness. and his price is dropping. So time for a rebound. Very I, consistent player. I am out on this entire page. What? Out? Is that not even a cam? Nope. You're not going to go with cam? Nope. Out. Is that even allowed? Yeah. Forget about it. I don't want any of them. Pass. Making up, just making up rules. We shouldn't let you scroll. Pass, Mark. You're up first. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go. Oh, Coco. Yeah, Coco squeaked in. I'll take Coco. I was gonna. I was gonna take Leishman based on Adam's recommendations, but I Coco Coco at seventy six hundred. I don't know how you can pass on that. Agreed. I like him. Back. I just I backed off him a little bit, but I still I'll, I'll still play him. I like him. But I, I That's the thing. Him. Everybody's going to pass here. off on him. Yeah. I know. I saw the ownership, man, and I just know not not everybody. He's like the number four owned guy in the projections right now. That's why I backed off him. Yeah, no. Andrew, you're, in the, you're in the beer business. Why do you hate Canadians so much? Because Canadians don't make good beer. That's why. No, that's a fair point. That's a fair <laughs> point. Well, they make they make good light lagers because like it's it. so cold, right? right. Adam, who you got here? Who you got here, okay. Adam? We're off the rails um, here. You got locoed. No, you guys got locoed. I'm taking you off the rails with my four loco. Yeah, I'm gonna go leash. Especially with his ownership. Like, I don't think he's on anybody's radar for some damn reason. And he's gonna he's gonna contend, damn it. Ah, I like it. I'm going Ty Hatton. Yes. Always under the radar. I like Ty Hatton. Ty Hatton. Moving on, moving on, scrolling down, scrolling moving down. Moving on down. Oh, Matty Wolf being out hurts my heart. This is a good course for him, that, too. Really, really does. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the lead here, and I will take Matt Wallace in this range at 74. Hang on. You still got Coco up top. He oh, was more expected so, in the last I'm range. I'm so sorry. Give us one more pick. Who we got? Aaron uh, Wise? Oh, uh, no. Aaron Wise. Yeah. I'll, I'll take uh, Keegan. Oh, come on. I, I got to go with my guy here. I've been riding the old man. Sammy Burns? No mullet anymore. No Charlie Hoffman. No, no Sammy Burns for you? Charlie. 
Charlie, Charlie bit my finger. No, Bubba, you don't think Bubba can do anything? Moving on. Moving <laughs> on, moving on. Mark, go ahead. Uh, Chris Kirk. Chris Kirk. 7,000. I love that price on him. All right. Adam. See woo. See woo. Uh, Matt Jones for me. Matt Jones for me. Uh, one guy in the 6K range from each year. Uh, Adam, you're first. One guy. One 6K guy. I mean, if I got first pick, can you stop? You're making me dizzy. You can look at yours. Just anybody in the six games. One pick. Just one. Um, I'm going to have to go with the guy that I already called out. I just don't see how he doesn't top 30, 40 at worst. I'm going to go with Charles Schwartzel. Charles Schwartzel. Hey, Char they're they're near Charleston. His name is Charles. Yeah, know? it makes a lot of sense. It's a uh, sign. I'm gonna trust in my model and take Thomas Peters. Mark, what do you got? Favorite guy in the six K range? Uh Alex Norton. Alex Norton. He's uh his form is excellent. Uh last three tournaments, all top twenty fives. All right. Fair. Can't hate it. Can't hate it. Fair enough. Fair enough, my friends. It's been a pleasure. I missed you guys. It's been fun. Glad to be back. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. We are in the house. We are in the cup. We're having a good time. Let's go PGA Championship. Well, let's do it. All right. Uh, Adam, so far, favorite bets that you're placing. Give me your top three favorite bets. Outright, top 15, whatever you want to talk about. Your top oh, three man. favorite bets. Oh, I wasn't even prepared for that. Come on, hit but, me. Uh, all right, okay, DJ, 18 to 1. Like, come on, he's freaking number one in the world. He's DJ, yeah. 18 to 1. Come on now. Um, I also liked, uh, what did I get Siwoo at? Like 80 to 1 or something crazy? For um, outright? And then, yeah, for outright. And then and then Patty Reed was like 35 to 1, I think I got him at. So top of my head, those are the three. Not bad. Not bad, my friend. Mm-hmm. Kind of like it. Mark, parting thoughts, sir. No more Alex Norris. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes and sweep. Uh, that's 20 to 1. I'll take that. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Goff. Um, <laughs> he, did not, he did not specify in your defense. I so. didn't. I didn't. <laughs> uh, parting thoughts is um, if, you, uh, if you go back and look at who's uh, won the uh, Millie Maker in these uh, – majors if you go and look at the lineups all of them left money on the table so my advice is leverage the fact that you don't have to use the entire salary you know go ahead take a take a stance on a lower lower end guy or a balanced lineup and leave uh four or five hundred dollars on the table it's going to differentiate your lineup against everybody else in these giant gpps i like it I'm looking through mine after you said that. Just double checking. Yeah, 300 left, 400 left, 500 left. Only one of them did I max out the, the lineup. That's good. That's differentiation. The major, especially in these majors, there's so many um, amateurs coming in and playing them, um, and they just immediately just max out everything. So, 
I can dig it. All right, my friends, it's been a lot of fun. I'm glad that we are back at it. Uh, hopefully we get back to our weekly shows. That would be fabulous. And uh, we'll catch you later. I'm uh, Johnny Danger with me, of course, Adam White and Brewery Mark. We are Draft for Upside. This was in the cup for the PGA Championship. Good luck, everyone. It starts at like, I don't know, 6 a.m. Thursday morning. It's early. It's early. It's early. All right. We'll catch you all later. Cheers. Cheers.